This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls. And I'm Eden, and I'm the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast. We pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. And today we have another new review. Um, let me just get it up. This is from, for fuck's sake, every name is taken via Apple Podcasts in Great Britain. Five stars, motivation <laughs> to get up in the morning. Ioni, Eden, Halima, you girlies are my heroes. This podcast helped me get through terrible morning to our tracks to sick form. So sad to see you go, Halima, but wishing you the best, love. Learned so much from the pod and excited to see what you guys do next. All my love, Crystal. So cute. That's so sweet. Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> so today, bum, 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 we're talking about how the internet now is starting to look like the internet back in the day of Y2K. Yeah. The Y2K trend is now like shaping so much more than just fashion. Yeah. And I feel like this is really a specific subsection of the Y2K trend and like mm-hmm. reemergence intersects with other stuff but it's like the praying like god's favorite bag anything praying does it's like what are some other good examples eden uh we've got the heaven by mark jacobs stuff yeah there is uh angel therapy as well um mm-hmm. people are kind of tapping into this strange like really early days of the internet uh aesthetic yeah, it's kind of like ugly Times New Roman or like other basic fonts, like purposefully looks bad, purposefully looks like uncurated or curated in a different way. Definitely harking back to like the early days of like us common people using the internet and social media. So like when you could build your own website, what was the one, what was it called where you could build your own website on it? It was like GeoCities, it was Pixo. Pixo was, is the one I yeah. had, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you could have the little like chat box in the corner, very chaotic. Yeah. Um, There's like websites of like misplaced GIFs and like sparkle effects on the font and like things have spelt wrong and there was no cohesive look no cohesive like streamlined look which I feel the internet is very much these days 
Yeah, so I feel like this has been bubbling for a while as like a reaction to clothes, definitely, or like the way we present ourselves online has fed into fashion, which is why like more of the like ironic slogan t-shirts are coming up and all of this stuff that we kind of remember from our childhood, teenagehood, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then obviously it's kind of happening for the first time with Gen Z now, like they're experiencing it properly for the first time. Oh, where to begin, Eden? I don't know. Um, we started talking about this because you sent me an article on Fashionista by Emily Kirkpatrick called The Internet Nostalgia Trend is Bringing Fashion Back to the AOL Age, mm-hmm. which is an amazing, amazing uh kind of like look into current brands and how they're mirroring kind of old aesthetics right so it says the world of fashion is leaning increasingly millennium inspired with a penchant for ironic slogan tees is that how you say penchant penchant yeah yeah penchant (laughs) (laughs) for for ironic slogan tees tongue-in-cheek design and a level of enthusiasm for all things twilight that would put even the most committed twihard to shame um yeah, I feel like the first time I saw this all was definitely praying. And also, you know, that Diana bag you can get on Amazon that has like, it's like a fake Birkin that has Diana like airbrushed on it or something yeah. or like printed on it. They were definitely the first time I saw those kind of things. But the article says, but this time around, instead of a carbon copy of all things Y2K, the look of the era is getting the Gen Z pastiche treatment. Thanks to brands like Praying, Angel Therapy and hmm, each of which are taking that aesthetic well beyond just their clothing infusing 21st century kitsch and digital retro futurism into everything they do yeah so it's it's like looking back but trying to look forward this happens every single like i think it, it this is like a legit theory in fashion and like cultural criticism that i learned in uni which i can't remember properly because i was there a bit of a while ago now but it's that basically we always have this kind of skewed look at the past like this like this hyper real look at the past because we're remembering it through the relics of that age so we're remembering it through like paparazzi photos or the films of the time or the music and then so that's not actually like a real depiction if that makes sense like it's not accurate historically so I think that's why a lot of these kind of like newer ideas come through because it's someone else interpreting it through the lens of not actually having lived it, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're interpreting the past through someone else's reference. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's interesting and it allows for like movement and change and like things to be updated and blah, 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 blah. But I think it's so also interesting that, for example, the 60s aren't how we think the 60s are because we're just going off like cultural relics that weren't accurate, if that makes sense. Yeah, this is how I feel every single time on Drag Race when a queen does a 60s look and it's like, it's a 60s Barbarella, what's the other reference? It was like Jetsons uh, look. (laughs) And it's like, no one fucking looked like that back then. But they are like the only references from the 60s that people will pull from. So then you get this regurgitated, reimagined 1960s look that probably a lot of fashion historians are like, this is a load of shit. When people do like an 80s look that's like all neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's all like, (laughs) it's all like... um... Like it all looks like the physical music video and everyone's wearing latex and stuff. Or like boxy suits and like big phones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. And I think it's so funny because I feel like a lot of the Twilight stuff has come from TikTok because I mean loads of my few pages Twilight. Is it yours? 
Yeah, there's that. There's a couple of songs off Twilight that do the rounds, isn't there? Yeah, and then there's so many of that, like the man, the old man that sings, and people are putting him into their bedrooms, and then it's like Twilight on the TV, or like yeah. they have like a Twilight, or maybe it's also because like there was a kind of surplus of Twilight merch because obviously Twilight was so huge, so it did actually end up on these types of items, like little white polyester bags or like a beach towel or whatever so it's kind of like referencing the hype of it rather than referencing the actual film itself yeah that's so true that it was just so in the culture and probably then a lot of twilight merch and dvds and books and whatever ended up in like charity shops and thrift stores and then that kind of iconography remains in the culture exactly exactly And then the actual way lots of places on the internet are looking are then trying to mimic what websites looked like a bit more when Twilight was big. I mean, it was slightly past that when Twilight was big, but like if you go on the praying website, it's very like basic HTML, like glitter graphics flying everywhere. And in this same article, a trend forecaster, Samantha Hintz explains, internet nostalgia is trashy in the most fantastic deliberate way. It's sticking your finger up to what society thinks you should be doing saying and wearing all at once loud sexy and provocative internet nostalgia is anything but subtle it's not meant to please everyone which I think is interesting yeah like I think it's so interesting because it definitely there was this one point of the internet where all websites started to look the same and it was around the same time that we all started using the same apps so if you go on like any number of like magazines websites they all probably have the same like basic way of building their website same with like shops like everyone uses Shopify now if you're like a small business or whatever and it has made this internet that is very like homogenous and that's good for usability but I think it makes it less fun yeah it's less it's less creative because everything looks the same but saying that I also think it's so interesting that this is coming round again now because back in Tumblr days, I remember so much of the work was also about trying to mimic this same aesthetic, like the same aesthetic of like early noughties, yeah, like GeoCities, Pixo, like things on top of each other. Like that was basically Molly Soda's whole thing, right? So, so true, yeah. With everyone, everyone could customise their cursors, everyone would make themes, everyone would really personalise their page like it was their own website. But it wasn't to look... It wasn't to look like current to that time. It was still a nostalgia for like 10 years ago. Yeah. People would have fun, uh, have like a theme that looked like the Windows XP kind of mm-hmm. setup and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the other thing? Is it Windows XP? This? Windows yeah, 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 yeah. One of them. With the like, with the rolling hills and clouds in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just exactly like, oh my God, what, what, oh shit, what's it called? Like, that Azealia Banks was and it was like that C-Punk yeah it's like C-Punk no C-Punk and also the um the the young lean aesthetic what was that called vaporwave yes vaporwave <laughs> that all plays on on what we're talking about here the the early internet uh nostalgia this article also says from like one of the designers of angel therapy our branding is nostalgic but hopefully you can't quite identify where you know it from and that just reminded me of you know that viral image that went around ages ago where it was like nothing but everything all at once so it was like a bit it kind of looked like it was in a bedroom it kind of looked like it was like had jewelry in it and it was like a big yeah your brain is trying to pick out something that that it recognizes but it just can't yeah exactly and I feel like that's what this aesthetic kind of is yeah 
it's because it is it's you you feel nostalgic because you can kind of place in your heart somewhere where you've seen in your heart kind of emotional but you, you you know you've seen it before but it's also new it's it's really interesting and I think it's interesting that like um a few of the designers cited in this article are saying like this is a kickback from like the wellness industry and that each part of our lives have to be perfect and that it's exhausting and that internet nostalgia is unfiltered there are no rules and that in itself is liberating it shows no sign of abating any soon it will only grow as world events still feel heavy and come out of control so I think there's loads of stuff in that because I don't necessarily (laughs) think it's true because I I feel like it's just curated in a different way to look cool like I don't know if that's (laughs) a very unpopular opinion but it is basically the same as being like a wellness girly in the sense that you're highly curating yourself to look uncurated yeah well all these people probably come from like art backgrounds and stuff so everything's done very like self-referential and very knowledgeable it's not like back in the day where some little old lady was making like a fan page for her favorite actor or something and like kind of finding these images and it was all very innocent this is done like very knowingly and like so like so 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 layered with so much irony and thinking that it's really cool and it is cool it is but there was like a quote about that that you put in your research I can't remember it whereas like the people that do praying were basically saying some people will take their branding seriously. Some people will take them like ironically and that they're not trying to intellectualize it. They just like the idea of putting messages on clothes that have unclear multiple meanings and presenting them generally. The message has more than one meaning or, ref- or reference, mm. which I think that's a bit dishonest because I feel like most people wear it ironically. Yeah, everyone's wearing it ironically. The people that know about it know exactly what they're trying to do someone's mum down the road won't won't get the irony behind the their clothing yeah exactly like they won't I can't even remember it's like one of them to give girls money or something and like stuff like this like they're just things that you know the random person in the shop won't be like oh ha 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 do you know what I mean exactly exactly um well like it's like you cannot kill me in any way that matters it's like (laughs) okay like not everyone's gonna like the only people that we'll take that seriously of people that aren't in on the joke if that makes sense exactly yeah you have to be in the know um I kind of think a lot of this is shown on that Instagram that good shirts Instagram oh yeah 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 where it's like so post irony so tongue-in-cheek like meme t-shirts it's an amazing Instagram account you should definitely check out if you haven't seen it before and a lot of it is from charity shops and it's thrifted so there are some people that would get the humor and some people would see that t-shirt and wouldn't think that it's funny at all. Like there's like old people like fishing t-shirts and stuff like that. And there was one that was like, real men make your panties wet, not your eyes. Like someone's dad might wear that and think it's really funny in a totally different way to like mm-hmm. some 16 year old uh, Y2K clothes person on TikTok. Yeah. And, I, and like with that, I feel like there is some sort of semi subversive code switching. Like, oh, I'm wearing something that's, you know, it could be offensive to mm. like, or could be considered sexist, like when it was first made or whatever, like it is layered with lots of kind of thought. But yeah, I really like that. I really like that Instagram as well. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> like t-shirts that say like FBI, female body inspector. Where it's <laughs> like, that is like a gross thing to put on a t-shirt, but people will wear that and think that it's like some like ironic joke. 
And I like it. That's the thing. I really mm-hmm. like it. And I kind of, I like it when it's geared towards, yeah. Being- this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And funny and like joyful and making the internet a more fun pay- place because I think we really need that. And I think we do need to move away from this like standardization of what the internet looks like because that's not how we grew up on the internet like me Mm -hmm. and you necessarily and I think it is better for like being more creative for being more open but I I do have a problem with the like I'm better than you because I get it of it all do you know what I mean yeah yeah like I think it kind of takes away something from it like something I don't know it's so hard to explain isn't it but like Mm. I don't like the element of poking fun at people that you deem to be like not as clever or not as smart as you but I like the like group humor of it if that makes sense yeah there's there's a pretentiousness to it for sure and there's there's definitely like the joke is that some people aren't in on the joke yeah but their stuff is really funny (laughs) (laughs) would you like to explain what retrofuturism is because it's cited in this article and I think it's interesting yeah, so originally, I guess retrofuturism would came about in like the 60s and 70s. So you're thinking, like we were saying before, Judy Jetson and Barbarella. So it's like a blend of old-fashioned retro styles with futuristic technology. So it explores the themes of tension between past and future. So you might have like flying cars. A lot of architecture could be described as retrofuturist, kind of stuff that's maybe like mid-century modern. Some some architecture is could be seen as retrofuturist. It does have like varying time periods, but I guess it does kind of focus on like the 60s and 70s. Uh, But a common thread is a dissatisfaction or discomfort with the present, which retrofuturism provides a nostalgic contrast, which I feel like we as people are very obsessed with now in terms of like 60s and 70s aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of puts the jokiness of it into more context where it's like, if 
you're feeling dissatisfied with the world, then you can kind of kick back at that through these slogan t-shirts, which is what has existed throughout the whole of time, like whether it be an earnest, like political slogan t-shirt. And now we're just doing it in a different way. Because I also think internet humour has obviously evolved loads that so much is told within like in jokes and within like smaller kind of algorithms and nuances like that, that a lot of people just won't pick up on. So it's this kind of way to be like, we are pushing back at what you are telling us culture should be, I suppose. Yeah. Like we were saying with the way that a lot of these brands' websites are set up, it's like a a protest against the streamlined, unified look of the internet. Because also, right, and I don't want to sound like a snob because I like a little Primark haul as much as the next girly. But I went into Primark recently and they had praying knockoffs. Like they had like the joggers that said like, you are special or whatever. But in Primark it just doesn't sit like it just makes it makes no sense like it just looks like it's serious and earnest and I think there's something in that because in your um research you kind of reference like the Britney dump him t-shirt and how Mm -hmm. at different times like celebrities have used slogan t-shirts to get their message across and it's like through the commodification of fourth wave feminism in particular we've seen that come back in the most like cringe not Mm -hmm. fun horrible way so like the dump him phrase has obviously been co-opted by our favorite feminist influencer slash author um but even like you know you go into h&m primark all of these places it's like self-love club or like yeah i love myself and like or just if girl power girl gang all of yeah. this stuff which started in earnest and then like by small designers etc etc and then became this like horrible cringe monster so this does feel like a clap back at that in some ways too Mm -hmm. for sure yeah because it's just huge huge corporations profiting off self-love or feminism like Primark selling like the future is female t-shirts achieves nothing so I feel yeah and then it's like so now we've kind of gone well let's just make it meaningless again like even if there is meaning it's kind of meaningless and that's the point of it right yeah because (gasps) everything has to be made into a joke now and what I like about like praying in particular and I just got one of those live laugh lobotomy bags from this brand called 25FMYC and I like the fact it's all small designers which brings me on to my cynicism of dun 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 feel like I'm gonna get cancelled for this Mark Jacobs heaven (laughs) Eden would you like to talk to us about heaven a bit controversial take time uh so heaven is like an offshoot of mark jake the mark jacobs brand uh so it's a collaboration with kind of a new this new hip australian designer called ava nuri <laughs> God, what? What? you 50 <laughs> listen right <laughs> this really cool young cat um so they collaborated uh and this this artist before this like a designer was already kind of parodying Dior Chanel Louis Vuitton to make to create tongue-in-cheek takes on of like luxuries obsession with branding everything so they made like asthma inhalers and like basketballs and toothpaste tubes and stuff and then I think Mark Jacobs was like let's do something official right so yeah she was like totally kind of like an Instagram girly that was like going viral all the time and now she's kind of at the head of 
Mark Jacob's Heaven. And just for like some <laughs> fairly historical context, so Heaven replaced Mark by Mark Jacobs, which was like the diffusion line of the main line of Mark Jacobs. So it's always been like the lower price point. I remember at uni, I'm literally making it sound like I went to uni 25 years ago. I graduated in 2015. But like you go to the Mark Jacobs shop because the Mark by Mark Jacobs bit would have this like little bits section. So you could Mm. buy like a ring for a tenner or like a little purse for something. It was like always the cheap thing. And then I remember around that same time or maybe just before they had it's always been like the youth culture subset. So before that, they had these two designers called Luella Bartley. You probably remember Luella from yeah. like Tumblr times mm-hmm. and Katie Hillier who did that. And they did all the like, do you remember? It's kind of like wrestling. No, it was like BMX riders inspired collection and it had like anime on it and stuff like this. So they've always been trying to like capture the youth audience. But now they've kind of taken the brand approach of drops so it like kind of functions like a street style thing Mm. drops these kind of viral campaigns that have featured everyone from like Pamela Anderson Doja Cat they had the girl from American Beauty in it last time yeah I find it just cynical because it is replicating what smaller brands do but they're not a smaller brand and there's some things I really like about it so for example they get like independent designers to create certain pieces or they get them to like make objects so like a teddy bear or they also have like a deal with climax books which is run by Isabella Burley that does like curated scenes and stuff for them I think that's all like well and good but it does just feel like a bit of a regurgitation of youth culture like it's trying to manufacture youth culture yeah and when small scale small businesses are kind of doing the same thing like curating curating their collection of like stuff they want to sell like if it's like a smaller shop they're selling only like specific zines and fine-tuning fine-tuning the selection yeah it's very much like and I'm a fan of nostalgia like I really am a big fan of nostalgia but it's very much trying to like capitalize on that by they have this shop in LA which I would go to where it sells like you know sometimes they have archive pieces in there and it has all of these like random little bits and Mm. I feel like that's very nice but at the same time we're having like a declining economy in which small businesses can't thrive on like the high street or whatever so it just I feel cynical is basically what I'm saying and then also the price point isn't cheap and they feign inclusivity because they got to an XL, which is the British equivalent of, I think, a size 14. Right. So it's not an XL, is it? No. no absolutely <laughs> fucking not. So I feel like it has all of this kind of like, it's like wolf in sheep's clothing, isn't it? So it's like, mm-hmm. we're inclusive, we're Gen Z, we have people, like, you know, we feature all of these types of people, but it's it's still quite fake. Yeah. It's also the easiest way to kind of get engagement is by referencing stuff with celebrities and that's a lot of their kind of campaigns and stuff have just been referencing things about celebrities that we already know or that that we already have in our head so like the me the american beauty pictures and stuff Mm -hmm. like i think it's smart i think it's a really good exercise in branding Mm -hmm. but i think if you stripped all that branding back as well the clothes are fine but they also I think it's so interesting as well that they get lumped with the like Y2K trends because to me they're kind of like more 90s like you know the new ones with like the holy mohair jumpers and stuff like that's very not Y2K it's it's very grunge very very 90s yeah anyway that is my heaven rant but heaven recently went 
or like they managed to like create these moments and then go viral so the latest tiktok trend that's based around that is like who i cast in mark jacobs heaven shoot because it's like people put really random people together so it's like someone would say like michael scott from the office or like nathan fielder and then it would be like oh but you could actually imagine they'd do that at some point mark jacobs for heaven if you're listening to this and you hire nathan fielder call me first <laughs> i would love to see nathan fielder in those those platform boots i really would, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of it eden do you buy into it uh, I think that I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking buy anything because <laughs> it's like 400 quid. Like, mm. I can't bloody afford that. Um, but I, I, I'm a sucker for a reference. Like, but this is this is how this is why it's clever because mm. you already have this preconceived image of something in your head. So you've seen this film, you know this celebrity, and then when they directly reference like a really famous scene from from a film or like a movie poster or. Uh, the way a celebrity used to look in the 90s, you're just going to be a fan of that already because you're already a fan of it. So it's although it's good branding, it's also lazy. I think also because the charm of like praying any of those other brands is you kind of understand that it's temporary. Like you don't buy a praying piece. Like, for example, I think the bags are $100, which obviously isn't cheap, but it's also not like luxury bag price. Yeah, You don't buy that bag thinking I'm going to own that bag for 30 years and I'm going to pass it down to my kid and like whatever, all of this kind of stuff. You understand its trends. Mm. But I think the confusion with Marc Jacobs Heaven is that it's Marc Jacobs. So you, you are getting like all this cachet of like a luxury house. But then the stuff is very trend driven and yeah. very like now and I think it will date very very quickly yeah of course it will and it's also just like a, a t-shirt yeah it's just tat as well like and yeah. I love tat like patron saint of tat but I don't love expensive tat like I just don't love it yeah you're you're you're, you're like paying for the privilege to have something that's Mark Jacobs but it's just like a stupid t-shirt or like a holy jumper and like so many other people are doing that in that space like mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I don't know why I just feel such an aversion to it, but I do. Just don't love it. I, just I would love it. to love it. I love it. Get Nathan Fielder. No, on, on not unless you hire us. <laughs> <laughs> I would still love to see it though. Yeah. Anything else? I think I've covered everything really. I would just love to see this like not the not the aesthetic in and as it is, but the like kind of attitude of making the internet a more like customizable blah 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 place I would love to see that more widespread because I think that's actually like something quite permanent we can take from a trend this trend if that makes sense yeah like if you could customize your Instagram grid and move things around because you have to really plan it so so well and everyone everyone's Instagram is so linear and looks the same exactly let us add gifts let us put a little sparkly cursor like What's they gonna do to you? <laughs> Zuckerberg. But then I guess the the you're putting the potential to do something horrible in someone's hand as well. Like if you allow people to edit their page and add whatever images they want and gifts and stuff, you know, you're gonna get inundated with like dick gifts and oh, things like that. That's so true, Eden. <laughs> I, was, I, know, I, know. I was thinking of Utopia. Sorry. But people <laughs> could, people can't be trusted, you know. It's true. Give them people a tiny bit of power and they will abuse it. We had it, and it's been taken away for a reason, probably. But apparently, the the uh, porn ban has been lifted on Tumblr. 
Really? Yeah, so you can post post hits now. So we should go back to Tumblr. All right, everyone. I'll see you on Tumblr. Apparently, <laughs> they've got they've got rid of like a lot of the restrictions that they had. No way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was already dead before that, but yeah, true. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Eden. Thank you. We would love to also hear the listeners' thoughts on what you think of this trend. If you own anything, if you love it, if you like it, we would love to hear from you. We'll see you next week. Thank you to Olivia for editing. Thank you to Gina, Gina, Charlotte, Izzy, Hattie and Grace. Goodbye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.